ball control. Alright, hey guys, welcome to the first episode ever of brand new radio podcast show content, Ball Control. Ball Control. That's right, this is Corey DLG hanging out with little brother Nico. Hey, what's going on boys? And what we're doing here is we're talking sports for the next hour, so uh, turn up your radio, turn off the wife, and enjoy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> happy, happy you, happy wife, yeah, I, I, pro- probably not. Probably not. That's probably not how that works. <laughs> but for the next hour, just like just like duck the call. Right. Or just tell you're at work. Tell you're busy. Just <laughs> I'm doing something right now. Yeah, 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 in a minute. In a minute. I'll do it in a minute. So anyway, this is the best time to have a sports show. This is why I'm excited. Why? It's the it's the start of football season. Okay. It it is we, this, we this just seems finished, pretty important. It did. We just finished week one of the NFL. Everything didn't matter. Then they played one weekend that mattered. Now, now this is the big one. Now we're now we're in the real stuff. Now this we're in the, the real, real thing. Stuff. We got to see everybody. We got to see everything. Everyone, everyone played. The preseason people don't play. People are special. People don't bother. People can't be bothered to show up. Just, ah, yeah. Oh, I got a thing. Oh. But now, it's now real. it's the season. Now it's real. Yeah, except for Le'Veon Bell. We're gonna get to him later in the episode. Uh, but but right now, right now, we're gonna talk about the Texans. Okay. We gotta our, talk about the Texans. Our boys. Our boys. Uh, this is important here. This is real, real important because uh, this is all that matters. It's Houston, Houston Texans playing football. If, right, you, yeah. if you like another team, maybe one with a star, I yeah, don't care. Guy, those guys are you, whack. Yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, kind of, kind of a rough first week, but there were some positives and some negatives. Okay, there were some goods, there were some bads. All right, fill me in what we got. All right, obviously you watched every minute of the game. Obviously, uh, I feel like you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't watch the game. Not, 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 not. Didn't, didn't get to that one. Didn't, didn't watch it. Okay, all right. Uh, two key injuries. We'll touch those first. All right. Coming out of the game, uh, we lost. We lost a starting right tackle, Henderson. Okay. Uh, Seems pretty important. Messed up his ankle pretty good. Ooh. They're already saying done for the season. Needs surgery this week. Ooh. That's never a good sign. Yeah, no, no, it's not what you want to hear. Not first week, first game of the first yeah. game of the season. Trot on out there and then trot right on home. Right, <laughs> ride the medical cart out o town, uh, and then also they put uh, starting cornerback Kevin Johnson uh, on injury reserve with a concussion. Ooh, uh, Kevin Johnson's been up and down. He was a first round pick a couple years ago, and it's been it's been iffy. It's been iffy. Um, matter of fact, they cut a guy that really they probably should have ke- kept. Two years ago, uh, Shrike, Shriek, Shrieky, Shreky, Shrek, Shrek is it Shrek? I believe he owned a swamp. Uh, no, it was Shrike, and uh, he was he was banging out as a nickel. He was doing a good job, and Kevin Johnson just wasn't consistent. Kevin Johnson has good games, and then he has real bad, bad. real bad games. Hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, there's there's over the last two years, there's about three losses that I directly go attribute to him. Yeah, like hey man, if Kevin Johnson was any good. Then we would have made it. Yeah, and, and I don't mean like, oh, he was so bad all game they picked on him. Like, the Chargers went deep on us a couple years ago, like four plays in one game, and they scored on three of them. Hmm. And all three of those were, were Kevin Johnson plays. Right. And you're just like, oh, good job, Kevin. <laughs> good job, Kev. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, so are you saying you're happy he got concussed? Uh, you know, you don't like to, you don't <laughs> like to root for injury, but if they won't cut a guy, let's just put him on the injury list. Um, now I haven't I haven't seen anywhere if they're saying done for the season yet or or not for him. Injury reserve no longer means done for the year. You right. can you can go on injury reserve and and, and miss 
I believe it's like an eight-week number. So, like, if you go on injury reserve week one, you can come back week nine. Mm. Uh, now, the other guy, Henderson, he's not, he ain't he, he's he's not, he's not coming back. He's not coming back. They got to fix him. Right, yeah. If he's going in for surgery, I doubt he's going to come back. Yeah, usually when you go in for surgery, unless it's like a cleanup, like an arthroscopic or something, you're usually going you're to you're, you're miss the bulk of the season. Uh, and that's exactly what Henderson's going to miss. So, for those who missed it, it was a loss. It was the Texans in New England, season debut, on the road, with one of the toughest opponents you could possibly play. Right, yeah. I almost feel not bad because you're like, well, I mean, we lost to one of the best teams in the league. So, I mean. Right. Now, one thing that was frustrating is this year they're saying, hey, New England's offensive line isn't very good. We're saying, oh, hey, New England, New England's offensive line has questions because they got rid of some guys. Guys are getting older. They're, they're just – they're not, they're not the machine they once were. That's what people are saying. Well. Did uh, it prove true? No. Well, okay. Here's yes and no. Okay. If you watch the first half, the answer is no. Tom Brady threw for 299 yards and three touchdowns, and he had a pick also. But, I mean, overall, Tom Brady looked really good in the first half of this game. Mm-hmm. All three touchdowns were in the first half. And he had time to throw, and he's standing around. He doesn't really look like he pressured. Right. But the second half. I think I think we I think we knocked the rust off. We started to get to him a little bit. We we caused fumbles and turnovers and and, and got in there a little bit more. JJ uh, Watt didn't look great. Uh, Clowney, nothing of great significance. Um, but well, to be fair, those guys are older at this point, and then like well, Watt, no, Watt nope. hasn't played for a while. Watt hasn't played for a while. So so what I'll give him is two weeks. Right. But by week three, if I don't see some some JJ Wattness out of him. We gotta start. We gotta start talking about how long can JJ Watt be JJ Watt? Oh, that's that's a tough that's a tough one for Houstonian. Right, and that's you don't want to. Yeah, they don't want to hear that. That's like it's like asking like how long can Thor throw a hammer? Like you're like forever, obviously. Duh. What you don't know is Thor he throws hammers. <laughs> so I mean, you want to you, you want to see starting with flashes and then building into. Like, like sustained because the thing about JJ Watt was oh the, the greatest motor in in, in sports. Okay, well, he's had a couple years off. Right. The motor's been shut down for a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. Now, it's a hard thing to get that back. Like, that's probably – a motor's probably, like, the hard thing to get back because physically you know, things heal, and then mentally you have to get over it, but motor is mental. So, right. motor's well, – mental is just like, okay, I'm it, not quitting on any play. Right, yeah, and also healing is, is never, like, 100%. Like, you're never, you're never the best you were, like, when you first got hurt. Do you believe that? I think so. I think that, that – I think every injury puts you back just a little bit. Maybe I, not not forever, but like. Listen, I am now harder to break than I was before. There's now metal in me. Right. Yeah, but now your now your knees hurt. That's true. <laughs> no, they do. But there's now metal in me. So like, I'm probably tougher than I was before. It's probably harder to break me now than it was before. Right. Now, will I feel good about it? No. No. No, I won't. <laughs> but that's mental. That's fair. That's mental. So so if if I'm a football player and I've got 110 million dollars riding on. Mentally being tough and mentally not stopping. Man, he uh, needs to get there. By the way, I went through an airport uh, the other day. Oh, did they stop? Finally, stop you about your metal in your legs? They did. They did. Uh, I went through one of those full body scans. Uh huh. I was making it shape for me, giving it to me. Mm. Right. And yeah. uh, by the way, it says three seconds on there, like a little timer. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like one, two, three. Get out of this thing. It's like a microwave, right? So I get out, and the guy goes, "Yeah, I need to. Uh, I need to pat down your left leg. Do you have any? Do you have anything in your pockets on your left side?" I said, no, but I got like a ton of metal on my leg. <laughs> and he was like, okay, well, let me just go ahead and just, just check you out real quick. Right, yeah. Well, all right, cool. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. It's all inside. They used to. They used it's to, all way inside. <laughs> they used to pat down my hair. 
<laughs> airports. Well, that's it's because you look like a terrorist. Right, yeah. You, it's also very fluffy. You look like the guy who we double check before you get on the plane. Right, yeah. Check him again. Did you check him? Extra you security. Check him? I've check been him? I've been like extra security check like three times. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> when I was walking through when I was walking through the airport this other day, like it's sort of obvious who they're pulling aside. So right. that hasn't changed any. That hasn't changed one little bit. Nope. And, like, at this point, I guess they just have to know it. Like, when they go to fly, they're just like, well, give me an extra 30 minutes to go through security. <laughs> right, yeah, so I can get there at the end. <laughs> we'll be okay. Hey, will you bring me your laptop? No, no, no. That's going to be, like, an hour, and I don't have it. Like, <laughs> I, I FedEx my laptop to me when I get there. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so you got you to gotta expect J.J. Watt to, to deal with some issue. Right. But you want to see flashes of it. You right. want to see flashes of it. Um. Deshaun Watson, I thought looked good. I thought he looked good. He looked poised. He looked confident. This is a hard game to start. And it's his first game back. Right. Yeah. Last year was his rookie year, and he only got to play six games. Right. So you want to, you want to see him finish a game, be competitive, which we were. We we lost only by a couple points. So you're not you're not gonna sit around and be mad about that. Right. Yeah. Um. You want to win them all. You're not gonna win them all. If you're gonna lose some, it's gonna be on the road. Uh, if you're going to lose on the road, you lose to a good team. Right, yeah. This is exactly like when you're counting wins and losses, this is a loss. Right. When you build a schedule and you look at it, you go, okay, we lose in New England. Okay, and then you move on. Right. So th- we didn't look terrible. We looked like we knew what we were doing. We didn't look overmatched. Right. This wasn't a blowout. We didn't no, lose 92-7. to seven. I'd like to see more out of the running game. Also, most importantly, um, the wide receiver wasn't in. Oh, man, I'm blanking on his name now. Oh, I hate when I do that. Uh, but he wasn't in the our our deep threat. Um, oh, oh, he's blanking. He's blanking. He, he's on all my fantasy teams. <laughs> anyway, he didn't start. He didn't play this week because of his in, because of a hamstring. So he's gonna be back next week. Uh, not not Hopkins. Um, no, nope. Poop. No, it's nope. never gonna come back to me now. <laughs> it's gone forever. Give him like five minutes and he'll remember. Yeah, I'll just yell a name out randomly during the next segment. Right. Yeah. Man, where is it? <laughs> Oh, oh, people are calling me. <laughs> no, no, nope, that's not happening. This is it. We're the most unprofessional people ever. <laughs> it was, oh, Fuller. There Will Fuller, who is is not great when, when Deshaun Watson's not on the field. Will Fuller, as a career, when Deshaun Watson's not on the field, is, is nobody. Uh, but when Deshaun Watson's been on the field with Will Fuller, they're like they, a, they're they've like been a, great. They're like a, they're, they're in sync. Last year, Deshaun, uh, Will Fuller finished the season with six touchdowns. Four of them were in five games with Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah, there you go. So, well, you that's know, always the thing. You always have people that just work really well together. They click, man. They, they, they click. Have, they have chemistry. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it is. Uh, I think we're pretty close up to it. How, what do we got? We got a minute left here mm-hmm. before we go to break. So one thing I do want to touch on, though, that I want to watch out for is Deshaun Watson. I want him to run a little bit more. I want him to run just a little bit more. I want him to get out there and be aggressive and, and, and show – because the other part, the thing that makes him scary is that he's got a, just a heck of an arm. But then beyond that, he he can run. He can run, and he's quick, and it's hard to get him. There was a there was a first there was a there was a third and ten, and it, they just they knew we were going to throw it. They had everybody covered, and he jogs for a solid fourteen and gets out of bounds. And it took like six seconds off the clock, and you're like, that's Deshaun Watson. If if that's he picks, what that's what he should be doing. If he gets four or five of those a game on third downs, I mean right, you're looking yeah. at you're looking at conversions that people. You, people you can't get back. Yeah, right, it's yeah. money in the bank because they can cover all the receivers. They can they can press. They can they can pressure them. And then as long as he runs and he doesn't make the mistake, 
you're good. Right, yeah, you're golden at that point. But you don't want to be scared of the knee. You want to be feel comfortable on the field. But overall, we look good. This We looked good last week. We're coming in this week. Uh, we're on the road still. We're not home yet. And so we got we got one more on the road. Uh, this week, I think we're playing we're playing Tennessee. So it's already a rivalry game. All right. Yeah, I know. Tennessee, though, uh, they, look, they look good against the Giants. But uh, you can't be, can't be scared. Mariota already had a little bit of a hand issue. Hmm. Um, I'd like to see us beat. I like this is this is one we got to win. You got to you got to win division one. games, right? You got to win division games because step one is win your division. That's fair. That's, so, a, that's the most important. And they're hard to predict, so I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Oh, we're going to stomp them." But right, like, yeah. you want to win, so we need to win. I'm going to say we should win. I'm gonna say it's close, but but it's a win. Right. So come back next week when they lose, and I got to complain about Can't it. Get eager words. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that's going to happen a lot on this show because I'm uh, as a sports guy, I'm crazy. I'm out there. When we come back, I'll tell you about my feelings on Le'Veon Bell and about the Yankees. Ball control. Ball control. All right, welcome back to Ball Control. You're listening to us on 104.5 and 106.1. We commonly call those the sister stations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, com is streaming around the world, or you may be checking us out on the podcast hosted by Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, we are sponsored by RNA Sports. We want to give a shout-out to them. Big shout-out to RNA Sports. You can get up, uh, find them on North Frazier. Uh, and they got all sorts of memorabilia and collections. We're going to talk about them a little bit later in the, sh- in the podcast. We're going to talk about them all the time because we love them. Rich is actually a really good guy, so make sure you check him out. RNA Sports, uh, right there on North Fraser Road in Conroe. And they got all kinds of goodies. Uh, Facebook page is RNA Sports. Uh, okay, Nico. All right, what do we got? All right, you got a career decision in front of you. Okay. You are successful running back Le'Veon Bell. All right. Um, I'll be honest right now, everyone hates you. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, no. Did I do something really bad? Mm, uh, so here's here's the here, – that's a good question. You just asked what I would call – what we're going to call the $30 million question. Okay. That's okay. a lot of millions. That's a lot of millions. All right. So you were drafted the second round of the NFL draft, which means you didn't get a largest NFL contract. You got about $6 million to play ball for four years. That's not terrible. It's not terrible, but you, you see a lot of guys making more than you that you were way better than. Le'Veon Bell in six years has made himself a name. He's made himself one of the best running backs in the league and, tr- and typically is the second leading receiver in on Pittsburgh Steelers. They throw to him, they throw to him as much as almost everyone else on the team except for one guy, Antonio Brown, who, by the way, is the best receiver in football. Right. Best receiver in football, Antonio Brown. We'll just leave that. We'll set that aside right now. Just right, yeah. Someone later says, Corey, Antonio Brown. Um, so, Le'Veon Bell catches more balls than the other guys who get paid to be a receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, leads his team in rushing. Uh, is one of their playmakers. Hey, man, we need, a, we, need, we need something right here. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Um, coming out of that rookie deal, he said, listen, I've been – I've been a real good Pittsburgh Steeler. Like, I'm your guy. Right. And they said, yeah, man, you're our guy for sure. Totally. Um, and he said, okay, well, I need, I need a lot of money. Look, you throw to me a lot. I run a lot. I'm, I'm a lot of your – I'm probably 30% of your offense. I need a lot. Right. I need a lot of money. If I'm 30% of your offense, salary cap's $120 million, $60 million for each side if we're just being general and vague. 
I need a lot of that. I need a lot of it. Right. I need a lot of it. He needs to get paid the money. Dish I need, money. I need I need dish money. Okay. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's the face, um, but he's kind of a diva. He's sort of a pain in the butt. Um, Le'Veon Bell, up until this point, has been a workhorse, a grinder. Pittsburgh, err. Give me my lunch pail. Run the ball. Everyone loves Le'Veon Bell. So Le'Veon Bell says, listen, I've got six million bucks in the bank, and that's it. That's all i got to show for this. You've been selling my jerseys. You've been making my money. You've been selling out. They're chanting my name. They love Le'Veon Bell. They love you. Okay? Okay. All right. So, can't I, I, listen, I, I don't know. So, we franchise you, which is $12 million. You say, okay, look, I'm not happy about this because I really want to, I want to be a Steeler. But I'll take your one-year guaranteed $12 million. But listen, I want to, I want a long-term deal. So, we work on it all off-season. All off-season. We're nowhere near. You're way over there. I'm way over here. We, we no, not nothing. even moving. Not, not even, even close. Not even close. You play another season, though. Play the whole season. Le'Veon Bell is Le'Veon Bell. He's still killing. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. Come to this season. So, nothing nothing, uh, nothing new? Nothing's, nothing's changed in your mind. Led them in receiving, or uh, led them in rushing. Still second in receiving. Still a bulk of the offense. Okay? Right. Still need to play. Still go to Le'Veon Bell. You didn't let them down. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed on your end. So the rules of the NFL are if I franchise tag you, you get 120% of what I gave you last year or an average of the top five at your position, whichever's more. In your case, it's the t- it's the 120%. Steelers can't make a deal, but they're not letting you go. Listen, here's the deal. You're not playing for anyone else, okay? You're mine. Right. So I tag you again. Now it's $14.5 million that I'm giving you, okay? Now if I tag you next year, that's almost $17 million. That's over $30 million in two years. Okay? So here's the contract I offered you. $30 million in guarantees on a five-year deal. Oh, okay. Is that fair? No. Like, you, don't, you don't think that's fair? Well, if they, the franchise seems like, a, like in a, such a short amount of time, it'll just double over itself. Right. Right. And that's my problem. That's why I think Le'Veon Bell is right, and everyone else is wrong. Everyone's killing him. He didn't come in. He didn't sign it. He's, he's at home. He's not under contract, so he's not getting penalized. Right. He's, he's sitting at home, no contract, no team, no nobody. He's just, he said, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. He has until week 10. If he signs by week 10 and plays six games, or is just eligible for six games. If he gets hurt, it doesn't hurt him. It doesn't count against him. Right. So if he's eligible for the six games, that counts as a season. Okay. For contract stuff. Right. Which means he then is eligible for the 17 or to be a free agent and finally go somewhere. Right. So his two choices were take the 14 for this guaranteed year and go one more year where you're going to run him all the time and throw all the time and he's 30% of your offense. How much longer physically in the NFL – can he do that? Now, he's only got $18 million for all of his hard work right now. Okay. This is going to double his net worth if he just takes the money and shuts up. So everyone who's, oh, just shut up and play, and, oh, you get paid to play a game, and this is so dumb. That is so much money. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of money. You're right. He's also 30% of the Pittsburgh yeah, Steelers. Yeah, he's doing everything that they ask him to do. He's doing everything that they need him to do. They are winning games because he's there. Now, on the flip side, week one, one week, 
one week. And against the Browns, the Browns, the mm. Browns. Can I be more sound? The Browns. Against the Browns. In one week, his backup, James Conner, the Terminator, ran for 130-plus yards. Uh, <laughs> now you're a little nervous if you're Le'Veon Bell, but just wait. You just wait because the Terminator, he loses in the end of every movie. So you just wait, right? You right, just go, yeah. eh, eh. There's no way he's me, right? right? James Conner isn't Le'Veon Bell. But for one week, he, he looked pretty good. Right. But it's one week. Now, we get to week five, and James Conner's got 700 yards and, and 400 yards and catches. Ooh. Le'Veon Bell might sign that contract. But Maybe. as of right now, the Steelers haven't rescinded the offer. They're not, they're not letting him out. They're not letting him loose. He's not free to go somewhere else. Hmm. They're not going to. Because if he goes somewhere else, he's going to get $60 million in money, and he's going to play. Right, yeah. And he's going he gonna to hurt some folk. <laughs> he's going to tear it up somewhere else. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Um, so that's the thing. Everyone's mad at him. He ruined everyone's fantasy drafts. Number one running back. Everyone wanted him. Everyone took him. I promise you, you know someone who took him first round. I promise you. If you know anyone, you know someone who took him first round. Everyone loves Le'Veon Bell. He went number one overall in our fantasy drafts that we did this year. Everyone loves Le'Veon Bell. He ain't playing. <laughs> He's just done. He ain't playing. So $30 million over two years or $30 million over five years. Right, yeah. That, and that's, 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 that's what it boils down to is math. It's right. simple math. That's a no-brainer. Now, his request, when you put it in words, sounds crazy. He's like, I want to get paid for being two players. Well, what he's saying is, I am your offense. Right, yeah. You will pay me to be your offense. If, if I'm a third of your offense, there's no reason. <laughs> what are we talking about? Right. <laughs> now, we'll see how James Conner holds up under the load, because the truth is, maybe, maybe he can. Maybe they got two guys. And if they do, then yeah, I don't need you. Bye, Le'Veon. Bye-bye. Right, yeah. But if he doesn't, then Le'Veon was right. And if Le'Veon's right, then they need to pay him his money. Right. And that is the $30 million question. Boom. How's that for a segment? That was that was impressive. Oh How much God. time we got, Nico? We got two minutes. All right. Let me tell you about the New York Yankees. All right. They're saving money for the first time since 2003 in Major League Baseball. Oh, good for them. They made a new rule in 2003 called the luxury cap, the luxury tax, because they don't want to do – they don't want to do – they don't want to have a, a salary cap in, in Major League Baseball because the players – this is what I love. The players in Major League Baseball would never agree to a salary cap because they're greedy. Mm-hmm. But everyone loves baseball because it's the All-American game. Then they get mad at guys who play in a salary cap league, which means they're not greedy. Right. And then they get mad at them when they want their money. <laughs> Poor Le'Veon. But forget about any Major League Baseball player who, who holds out for his $30 million contract. Right. Yeah. Anyway, moving on, double standard America. The Yankees, for the first time since it was invented, since it was invented for the first time, are on pace to finish the season without paying the luxury tax. Oh, look at that. That's 15 years of paying the luxury tax. <laughs> now, in that 15 years, I believe they have two titles. Two titles and I think three World Series appearances, I think. I'm something not, something I'm like that. What, what is this, a sports show? Uh, but, but off the top of my head, that's what I think it is. But the whole, in that time, they've been just splashing money. Right. Splashing money. Just throwing money out the window. Like the team was named Diamond and this was the club. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like making it rain all over it. And for the first time, let's not call them economic because they're still at $192 million in payroll. Right. But the number is 197 and they're on pace to be under it even if the players who are eligible hit their bonuses. Oh, nice. Good for yeah. them. So the Yankees, for the first time in a long time, are frugal. Whoa. Frugal. Uh, just of note, sports. Right. <laughs> just of note in this story, the Red Sox and the Nationals are not on pace to be frugal. 
they will be the only two teams paying the luxury tax this year if things finish as they stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nationals should be a little disappointed by that because they're going to miss the playoffs by just a little bit, and they're going to pay this tax by just a little bit. Oh, man. And they kept Bryce Harper when everyone was like, well, you're not good anymore, so don't. Oh, look at the things that you could have done. Right, right. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, and sports give zero credit for being right up front. Right, yeah. Zero credit. Um, the Facebook arguments alone when someone, like, turns 30, and they're like, why do we draft a number one overall for the last 10 years? And it's like, did you forget the last 10 years, or we just <laughs> moving on? Like, what yeah. are we doing? What's new? Right. <laughs> they're just like, someone else is so much better now. Well, okay, well, they weren't then. Like, right. you don't get to relitigate. But you do get to take a break. And when you come back, it's going to be more ball control. Ball control. Ball control. Welcome back to Ball Control. Corey DLG here with the little brother, Nico. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just hanging out. We're doing our sports things. And real quick, I'm going to remind everybody to go check out RNA Sports in Conroe. They're at 3501 North Fraser Street, Conroe, Texas. This Saturday at 2.30 p.m., Terry Pohl, Astros legend. Astros pitching legend, Terry Pohl. It's doing a signing right there in RNA Sports. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, just hanging out, signing balls and stuff. Go, let's go say hi. Bring some memorabilia, get it signed. Get, get a piece of Texas history. Texas history. Texas history. History. Uh, Rich is awesome. RNA Sports is the place to be. They got Mitchell and Ness apparel. They got all kinds of great stuff. All sorts of signed memorabilia, including some pop culture stuff now. They're starting to bleed into that because of us. Uh, some Walking Dead stuff they got. Um, Ooh, fancy. Yeah, so the, their uh, RNA Sports, you need to check their Facebook page out. If you're into sports or really? memorabilia at all, really it's about memorabilia, but he's focused on sports. You need to check out RNA Sports. Go to their Facebook page. He does a lot of good live events, a lot of cool like little Facebook live auctions for stuff, a lot of cool like openings and unboxings. Rich, he's good with his, his Facebook. You need to be checking it out. You need to be following it. RNA Sports, Terry Pool is going to be there this Saturday at 2.30 p.m. Make sure you're there. Don't be square. Yeah, see, look at that. Nico was helpful. Hey, look at that. All right, so not only was it week one of uh, the NFL, but for most colleges, it was week one of college football. A couple, couple schools played a week earlier. Good for them. Yeah, whatever. Um, here's, here's the thing that – here's the headline we're going to talk about. College football, there's 116 teams. Everyone loves someone different. Right. I'm not going to cover college football too, too crazy. I'll talk about the big games, the big moments. Uh, the headline, though, that just came out today or yesterday that I am going to talk about, this is bragging rights, folks. This is a big deal. This is, this, is all, this is what all the marbles are about, okay? This is all that matters. All right? You ready? I'm prepared. Okay. Brand value. Okay. Who do you think is the most valuable college football program around? Oh. Well, who who do you think? I don't know. Probably like the Longhorns or something. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Interesting. So Notre Dame had a movie made about them. Rudy. Yeah. Uh, UCLA is is super important. Right. Uh, Miami was a big deal for a long time. The SEC just pours money. Alabama has won like a thousand national championships at this point. You feel like UT though? Yeah. You're huge here. Okay. All right. That's fair. We're in Houston. You were correct until a day ago. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. 
Rock me, Amadeus. All right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, who do you think passed them on the list? Oh, I have no idea. There's only one person more valuable than UT. Who is that? Texas A&M. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> What's that do to you, right? Good for them. Doesn't that just kind of like re-embrace the rivalry? Because they're not gonna, they're never gonna play against each other again in football. Right. Yeah. That's never gonna happen. Dear Aggies, let it go. It's never gonna happen. I know a lot of Aggies. Actually, I know a couple of Texas fans. They don't care. Like they're like whatever A and M, whatever. Because every time Texas played A and M, Texas was good and A and M wasn't. And right, A yeah. and M would beat them or like hurt them real bad. And Texas would look bad coming out of the game. There was no reason for Texas. Like, if it wasn't for the scheduled rivalry, Texas would never take that game. Right. But now that they've all, now that they've parted ways, it's not happening. There's right. no way Texas is ever going to agree to play them again, ever. Right. Not for not for a hundred years. <laughs> now the only reason, the only way they would ever do it is if A and M hits a streak where they're the good school and they start paying Texas to come play. Right. But I don't think the Aggies would appreciate that. No. I think the former Aggies of the world would have a seizure of anger. Like they <laughs> would be so mad. Their whole body would flop like a, like a dolphin out of water. And they would be like, we're going to give them money to come here so we can whip that butt? I don't think so. We're going to give them a double whipping now. <laughs> just going to kill them. Yeah, we're just going to, just in the streets, just a <laughs> <the> duel. <laughs> 53 men line up all against each other, just all duel. Uh, but no, Texas A&M has now replaced UT as the most valuable college franchise. Wow. Uh, let me see if I can get some, some numbers here. This is this is based on Forbes magazine. They released a list. Oh, apparently on Tuesday, but no one no one really I didn't hear anything about wow. it until yesterday. Anyway, uh, Texas held the top spot in 14, 15, and sixteen. And this year, A and M passing them. Oh wow! They the brought in there. they brought in one hundred and forty eight million in revenue and made one hundred and seven million in profit over the three season span, according to Forbes. Texas made 133 million in revenue and 87 million in profit, while Michigan was third at 127 million and 75 million. Michigan, we didn't even we didn't even mention them. Didn't even third. Them. You know what's weird about that is they are not even the best. Michigan to be third in the country and ahead of Ohio State, Alabama, and, uh, and Ohio State round at the top five. Michigan loses to Ohio State every year right now. Right. Uh, Ohio State's just better. They play for national titles. They're in the playoff every year. They're one of the four teams that competes for the national title. For the last, since they've been at the playoff, Ohio State's been in it. Right. Uh, Michigan, not so much. <laughs> not so much. Matter of fact, Michigan State typically also beats Michigan. <laughs> well, Michigan, though, reason. was third on this list. It's like, good for Michigan fans. They don't They don't need wins or losses. They don't care. Right, they don't care. Also, no, no. Shout, out, shout out to Texas having number one and two. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Is there any doubt? Right, yeah. Come we're on, the, man. We're the best, also second best. Yeah. Not only are we first, we're second. Take that list. And Alabama, all they do is win national titles. They're fourth. Right, yeah. How does that work? <laughs> like, all they do is win, 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 no matter what. And then they're fourth. Fourth. <laughs> Four. Guess you don't win that. Right. Thanks, Forbes. But, yeah, so Texas A&M has now passed UT as the top earner, which means I guess they were second the other the rest of the list. Right. So the last five years, it's just been one or the other. Um, that's kind of crazy, right? Right, yeah. It's a bit unreal. It's just like. They're not even like they're not even like oh these are the champs boys right right yeah those two schools don't play for anything in January when everyone else is looking at national championships nope not them when, when they go top four for playoff they're not in it no nope. they're not even close last year A and M they would have murdered a guy to be talked about in the top ten <laughs> like they would have like please please make me Let a top this ten happen. school dude like how many like we'll sacrifice they would have dropped the they would have dropped an entire dorm in a volcano. 
to get to get in the top ten. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> number two though. No. Number two. Not now number, number one. one. That's right. So forget about that. Like just um, all right, what do we got here, Nico? Let's move over to another one. We got five. All right. So, Russell Westbrook. I love the NBA. Okay. You know, I'm an NBA nut. Yeah. Nut. <laughs> your, nut. Your favorite thing, NBA 2K. <laughs> Man, I love I just love it. I love the I love basketball. The way they've structured everything, the way their contracts are set up. So, every other league tries to pretend like, okay, if you have a team with a salary cap, every even though quarterbacks are the most important position in football, all, all Everyone tries to pretend like, oh, a salary cap makes it fair for everyone. It doesn't. Because once you give the quarterback $30 million, that's less money for everyone else, and you're going to break it out evenly. Right. It's not fair for everyone. There's a guy making $30 million and everyone else is dividing up the rest. Right, yeah. That's like a captain being like, yeah, shares for everyone. I get five of those there. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's Hold not on. a share. That's <laughs> a massive percentage of yeah. our total. You're not five people, but I own the ship. So booty up. <laughs> um, and so the NBA, though. They acknowledge it. Listen, there's a guy that we're going to like more than everyone else. We're going to want to keep him. Call that the max. The max started to cause some trouble. The max is 25% of the salary cap. And it's automatic. When you declare max, they don't know what their salary is going to be year to year until the new salary cap is released, and we do new math. (laughs) they got to figure this one out. If the cap goes up, their pay goes up because it's literally a percentage of the cap. It's not a number. It's, it's a, a percentage. percentage. That's how that's how they're just like, listen, you're so important to my team, you get 24% of whatever the number. Whatever the number is, I'm going to build a team with 74% around you. I, I, that's just what I'm going to have to do, and I'm going to do it. Right, yeah. Okay? Well, I mean, that's team building, right? Like, it, isn't it? If you knew what you were giving to one guy, you're right. You're 100% right. If you knew what you were giving to one guy, you could do the rest. Right. Now, if the ma- but, but if you don't know what the cap is, it's harder to do that. You're right. You're exactly right because allocation of resources – it's typically done in percentages. Right. If I'm going to send 15% this way and 12% this way, I, I still got a lot to work with over there. But if I'm doing 30 million over here and 10 million over here, I don't know what that. I don't, I don't know, what, know what my budget is. Right. I don't know what my budget is. So you're right. The NBA is smarter. They're smarter than the NFL. We j- Nico just solved that for you. Yeah. Well done, non sports guy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, see? First episode, you're already learning things. That you're smart. That <laughs> <laughs> I know percentages are probably better when you don't know the cap. <laughs> right, exactly, because the cap is based on TV deals and revenues and things like that. It's got a lot of stuff. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, see, you already put you to work. Got a lot of stuff, and you got to get in there and work it out. So uh, just put ball control over that. <laughs> we'll do, I'll, I'll, cut you a, I'll cut you a real quick one, and you can put it over that. Right. Um, but so the NBA is just smarter in that regard. Right. Okay, and so they work it out. Um, that wasn't good enough. There were still guys kind of moving around. They're like, listen, I don't want to stay here. It's Minnesota. It smells weird. There's a lot right. of white folk. I, I need like to move. It. I need to move. I need to move. I need to go somewhere where I can be in a movie. Um, or I can be a background character in some guy's film that I don't care about. That's right. I get, I get 12 lines, but I get to work, I get to work with <laughs> Bill Hader. <laughs> and I'm in Amy Schumer's shipwreck. LeBron. LeBron. Um, uh, so they invented a new one. It's called the Supermax. Oh, gosh. And, and the NBA loves – so the Players Association takes care of themselves so much, takes care of each other so much. There was an age limit on how, how much – because the teams were scared that they were going to – here's the thing. The teams have to keep putting in rules to protect themselves from themselves because they do the dumbest stuff. Right. For example, in the NBA, it's illegal to trade a first-round pick if you don't have one the next year. Oh, okay. Because you'll screw yourself over. 
they're so afraid of messing themselves up, they had to put rules in place to stop themselves. Genius. Instead of just saying, well, if they're the dummies who keep trading their first-round picks, then they're the dummies who keep trading their first-round picks. They're not like... We're talking about that. you, Nicks. <laughs> right. But they stopped them. They said, okay, the new rule is if you don't have one extra, you can't trade this one. You have to make a first-round pick every other year, at least. <laughs> Sadly, that's a rule. <laughs> It's called the dummy rule. It's called the dummy. They got 20 different dummy rules in the NBA. The owners are the dumb ones. The players are smart. The, so they made an age limit on, on, on max contracts. The players got them to raise the limit because they wanted to take care of a couple guys, namely Chris Paul with the Clippers. He would have been ineligible based on the old rules. On the new rules, he could have signed with the Clippers for the max. He was tired of them losing, oh. so he left anyway. Right. <laughs> so even though they made a rule a change for him, he still came to the Rockets last year. Right. Um, but the Supermax is now, I think it's like 35% oh is the my number. God. <laughs> so the max, they changed a little bit. And I think it wound up being like, uh, depending on age and how long you, it starts at 24% and it, it floats up to 33 in a third. Like literally, if you've been in the league enough time, you get a third of the salary cap. The Supermax goes a little bit further than that. Right, as as the word super would imply. Yeah, um, and, but there are certain different rules that you have to be on this franchise for a certain number of years. You can't just show up and get the super max. You can right. show up and get the max, but not the super max. The difference is like 40, 50 million over right. of the length of a deal, five, six years. Uh, but yeah, the NBA is just smarter than that. That's just what they do. They do brilliant things. Here's where they do stupid stuff. There are still teams that give these max deals out to guys they shouldn't. They still give it hundreds of millions of dollars to guys that have no business getting it. Right. The Oklahoma City Thunder is now my personal pet peeve team because they're giving money to guys that got no business giving money to. Paul George got $100 million out of them for no reason. He had – it's an elimination game, Oklahoma City in the playoffs last year. He had zero points through 44 minutes. Oh, And they on. gave him 100 and they gave him $100 million in the offseason. Genius. <sighs> Big brain plays. Right. Like, what is this? So, the universe is rewarding them for being stupid. Russell Westbrook is having his fourth surgery on his right knee this week. Um, throughout his career, they just they keep tweaking it a little bit. They're calling it preventative maintenance. That's not what you do to a knee. That's not, that not how that works. No, it's not a car. If someone goes in, is it not? Pre- no, you're right. It's not. They don't, they don't do. They don't do swap out transmissions. They call it preventative. That's, right. That's a thing. They're not. They're doing arthroscopic. They're going in and cleaning it up. That's what they call it. cleaning it. We're just taking some stuff out, but that stuff comes from somewhere. Right. No one else injected extra stuff in you. That's stuff that's off of you. Free-floating stuff is in your knee from you. And they're taking the extra stuff that's floating off of you from other places and out of your knee. That's not that's not what you want to do. Right. That means you're breaking somewhere. Like, <laughs> right. if it's you're not the knee, apart. it's still somewhere. <laughs> uh, but anyway, allegedly he'll be ready in time for the season. Probably not preseason, though. Who knows? Uh, but he's pretty much Oklahoma City. Like, it's the Oklahoma City Westbrooks and then everyone else. <laughs> and then everyone else. Especially if the number two guy on the team scores zero points in 44 minutes. <laughs> Elimination game. It came through real big. Real big. By the way, the start of that playoffs, he'd given himself a new nickname, Playoff Pete. That was not a good time. No. Never give yourself no, a nickname also. No. Never give yourself the nickname. No, not Playoff Pete. Playoff P. And honestly, it stood for poor. Right. 44 minutes. Zero. Throw me the ball. Throw me the ball. Got him. Yeah, he was bad. Anyway, what's good are commercial breaks. And when we come back, we got one more segment of the brand new Conroe's Greatest Sports Show, Ball Control. Ball Control. Ball Control. 
Welcome back to Conroe's greatest sports show ever, Ball Control, right here on 104.5 and 106.1, reminding you to check out RNA Sports this Saturday with a signing with Astros legend Terry Pohl. Go check him out Saturday at 2.30 at RNA Sports on 3501 North Fraser Road Street Lane. Road Street Lane? Road Street Lane? Road Street Lane. Check him out. Final answer. <laughs> yeah. Tell Rich I said hi. Uh, he loves us. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my ripoff of the NFL music without paying them. Fair enough. Yeah. So anyway, it's uh, it's week two of the NFL, Nico. Okay. Tonight, there's a ball game. Oh, fancy. The Baltimore Ravens will be playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, now, the Baltimore Ravens beat up on a really bad... Was it Buffalo last week? I think it was Buffalo. I want to say it was Buffalo. The Beals. Um, Baltimore Ravens. I'm pulling up last week real quick here so we can see. Yeah, Buffalo came to Baltimore to get beat 47-3. to Oof. Baltimore feeling real special. All right, yeah, that's a, that's a blowout. Yeah. Cincinnati also with a win. They were visiting Indianapolis, and they decided to do the Texans a favor and beat one of their division rivals at home. Good then. Andrew Luck did return. He looked pretty good, took some hits, made some throws, made some plays. They still lost, though, and that's really all I care about. Okay. Uh, it's easier to beat him when he's not there, but he is there. But so, there. we'll deal with it. Okay. We'll take it. We'll take it. But So, they're both coming off of good wins. Now they got to play each other. This is a division game. Uh, you know what? Looking at this, a lot of these are division games. It is division week in the NFL. I'm just going to call it that. Division week. It's division week. A lot of these are – not all of them. See, this is where the NFL gets weird. Not all of them, but a lot of them division games this week. Mo- majority Most. division week. Yeah, 70 60%, somewhere in that range. So – it's going to be on NFL. It's on the NFL Network. It's going to be at 7 o'clock tonight. Good for them. Obviously, everyone's going to watch because it's football. Uh, yeah, it's football. It's football. The, the, one, the one sport that got renamed American football in every other country. Do you know what's funny? That's actually uh, – that, that part's accurate, but the backwards of it's not true. It's not called football everywhere else in the world. Right. It's called the Federation of Soccer. Mm-hmm. Football was lazy British people. Right. And then we stole that, and then we made it ours. Right, yeah. We're just ripping off the our old bosses again. That's really right, what it yeah. was. Because we hate them. It's everything yeah, to spite pretty much. Pretty much. That's, you're exactly <laughs> right. Um, so this being said, Baltimore at Cincinnati. Cincinnati didn't look great, but they did pull out a win against who I think is a bad indie team. I don't think Indy's very good. They don't have a lot of players. Right. They just don't. They don't have the horses, okay? Right. It's yeah. not a long race. You don't, you don't hear them very often. Well, you... Well, without once Andrew Luck was gone, they were real, 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 real bad. Um, so with yeah. him back, I mean, with him back, he elevates his play. Like he's good, but they're not. Right. Yeah. And uh, can't, can't can't it's not like basketball where exactly, one guy can carry you. Exactly. That's not how the NFL works. Uh, it's a team sport. <laughs> it is. He'll beat some teams every once in a while by himself, but not enough to be like, well, all we've got is Andrew Luck, and that's all we need. Right. Um. That so doesn't happen in this it game. doesn't. But Baltimore whipped up on a terrible Buffalo team. Buffalo is now in danger of becoming the new Cleveland Browns. Oh, no. Now, this would take a long time to cement itself. Right. But this offseason, they made some of the dumbest, weirdest moves. They they made the playoffs last year. Then they traded the quarterback who got into the playoffs. That's dumb. They signed a guy named A.J. McCarron. Then they traded him into the same offseason to a different team. That's stupid. Uh, the guy who finished the season last year throwing five interceptions. Good for him. Uh, they let him be the starter last week to Baltimore where he threw five more interceptions. Wow, that is that is next level play. They're now this week going to trot out Josh Allen. 
So fantasy football alert, if Josh Allen's floating around and your quarterback was real, real bad last week, take a flyer on Josh Allen. You never know. But I'm going to say it's not going to be good for Buffalo. But uh, so Baltimore, Baltimore was gifted five interceptions, and they won 47-3. to three. Andy Dalton's not going to throw five interceptions. But Baltimore isn't Indy. Baltimore's a, a better team than Indy. Yeah. Uh, it's a dogfight, but I'm going to go ahead and take – I'm going to say I'm gonna say Cincinnati wins. A late, a late win. But it's at home for them. Yeah, that's fair. That's just how the NFL works at home. And it's a rivalry you game, get, so you, you never get, really you know. Get bonus. It's, it's home field well, advantage. That's exactly, so, in betting, basically every team starts out at home. You are given a minus three, meaning you probably are going to win by a field goal. Right. So, it's just kind of an assumption. Uh, Carolina's at Atlanta. Um, Atlanta looked real bad. But it was against Philadelphia, who also made them look real bad in the playoffs. Right. Carolina looked real good. Cam Newton was running the ball. Cam, you know, their offense needs to do more, I think. Uh, but I'm going to say Carolina wins. I think Atlanta's going to start developing some, some confidence issues. issues. Right. Uh, the Chargers are at Buffalo. This is one of my fantasy football steals here. I'm just going to – if you need uh, – if, if one of your guys went down, if you need to replace somebody, look at whoever's playing Buffalo that week. And just use them. And just use them. Just for a week, and then maybe find somebody long-term or work a trade out this week. But whoever's playing Buffalo, use them. that's a good pick. Because so, Buffalo is trash. if there's some Charger players floating around in your league, uh, look at them. Probably a good idea. Uh, Minnesota's at Green Bay. If you're, if you're an evil man, you play Minnesota's defense. Because if you get it, if you get it Aaron Rodgers early and his knee gets aggravated because he's day-to-day, they got to go to the backup. Oh, no. Uh, Houston's going to be at Tennessee. This is game two of a two-week road trip. Next week, they get to do their home opener. Oh, that's um, fun. That's always a good time. Yeah. But they're making them – they're on the road a lot. They're on a lot. They're doing a lot. A lot of travel. A lot of travel for the Texans early on. Uh, this is a young quarterback, fresh off of an injury off of his rookie year, in a division rivalry game. But Tennessee's not great. I'm not, I don't, I'm not scared of Tennessee. Uh, the, the bigger problem is Tennessee's coach, Mike Vrabel, was our defensive coordinator last year. Ooh. So he knows these guys and these schemes. He knows what we want to do. He knows what we want to try and do. That's always that's always an aggressive. So like, there's an opportunity there for him to kind of change it up and do something just, different and surprise us. He has us. the ability to just rally outplay us. Right, right. He can maybe just scheme for us, right. specifically us. Right. So that's be one of those things ones. where they have our silver bullet, maybe. Maybe, maybe, just because he watched us. Now Cleveland's going to go uh, to New Orleans. Now Cleveland hasn't won a game. Since 2015. Oh, my God. Since the 2015 uh, – no, since 2016. I'm sorry, 2016. That's still bad. But it's not good. They lost all the games last year. They lost all of the games last year. Uh, and then they were losing the year before. They had a record of eight years in a row losing their home opener. Last week, they tied Pittsburgh to break that record Woo. in the most Cleveland way possible by still not winning but not losing. losing. A tie is a win in their book. That um, is. That, from, from coming off of all losses, a tie, you'll take those sometimes. So Cleveland still hasn't won, but for the first time. They in, haven't lost. In at least at least 18 regular season games, they haven't lost. Woo. Now they're going to New Orleans, and we can go ahead and reset that losing streak. All right. Yeah, Back I don't, to one. I don't think they're going to win that game. This is this is, um, this is is the time where like they have the sign of like days since last yeah, injury. Day zero. Right, yeah. They, <laughs> they finally hit the zero, and then they're like, uh, mm, mm, mm. Annie, Annie, you know, back to, yeah, back to zero. Yep. Um, now, Tyrod Taylor, the starting quarterback, was the quarterback that led Buffalo to the playoffs last year. Cleveland wisely wisely made the move and picked him up. 
scooped them up. We'll see what happens. They should have beat Pittsburgh. They were up. They were up most of the game. Pittsburgh had to score 24 points late to tie it. Um, the fact that they let them tie it That's, tells you about Cleveland. Right. But they, I mean, they did. They, 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 they were beating and leading. Um, Miami's at the Jets. I think the Jets win that. Uh, the Jets have just kind of looked really good lately. Kansas City's at Pittsburgh. This is an exciting game because Kansas City scores a lot of points. And Pittsburgh has looked iffy. The controversy's there. If they get behind the eight ball and start losing games. That's not good for them. No, because right now they're 0-0-1. So if they go 0-1-1 and and Le'Veon Bell's just sitting back counting his money. Right, yeah. Right. He's ready. (laughs) Check the clock. Uh, Anyway, Kansas City, uh, I think they're going to win by probably like 20 points. Philly's at Tampa. Indy's at Washington. Arizona's at the Rams. Detroit's at San Francisco, Oakland's at Denver, New England's at Jacksonville. That's going to be an interesting game. That's potentially a playoff game. Ooh. Giants at Dallas. Um, the Giants look bad most of the game against Carolina, and then they kind of put some points up late. The D- Dallas was just bad all around. <laughs> They're so, just terrible. Well, they just looked bad last week. They really did. I People are like, oh, Ezekiel Elliott, he's going to have a great comeback here. Blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm your opener, your opener is kind of important. There's a thing called first impressions. Right, and I'm not. Uh, they didn't inspire me. Right, uninspired. Uh, so the Monday night game is Seattle at Chicago. That's boring. <laughs> That's real, real boring. Because Chicago not real good. Um, Mitchell Trubisky not exciting at quarterback. Had 150 yards last week. Thanks for playing. Uh, Seattle, I think, even though their defense is turning over, a, a bad defense is enough to stop Chicago's offense right now. <laughs> So I don't really I don't, I don't it's not impressive. No, and while Chicago did get Khalil Mack and they gave him two first round picks to get him and some other stuff, I don't know why. They need the other stuff. Right. They should have kept the picks. Um sometimes they're they're like ghost value though. Right. Well yeah, but it, here's the thing is you don't know what you're gonna get and blah 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 and stars are great and everyone needs them, blah 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 blah. They need so much stuff, it doesn't matter that they have him. Right, yeah. Uh, They're not going to be able to recover with it. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's It was just a dumb move. Someone talked him into it. Uh, <laughs> Seattle's going to win that big. Uh, the other game, I, Philly. I just want to watch Philly. I think Philly's really good this year. Kansas City also is going to score a lot of points, I think. Keep track of those games. The Kansas City at Pittsburgh, Philly at Tampa. They're on at the same time uh, as the Texans. So you won't get to watch them here in Houston at all. Get wrecked. Yeah, but if you got direct TV or something, check them out. Anyway, watch the box scores on those. I bet that's a lot of points. Um, if you're Detroit at San Francisco, you're in trouble because you're going to be 0-2, and you looked real bad against the Jets. Uh, but looking real good is us after this first episode. We're going to get out of here. want to thank everybody for listening. want to thank RNA Sports for helping us out here. want to thank 104.5, 106.1 because uh, they're awesome. And uh, shout-out to Joey Savage, Nerd Thug Radio. Check us out. Uh, podcast, all that stuff. Ball. Later. Control.